Hey, hey, hey. Mondays are the worst. Backups at work from the weekend. Everyone in the office is in a shit mood. And you could go to the bar, but on a Monday, it feels like the beginning of needing a 12-step program. So stay in and hang out with us while we consume a public meltdown live on stream. Meltdown Monday, Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific, live at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. And check out our first schedule at echoplexmedia.com. I said, let's box. You want to box me? Let's box. Better make a plan for the wasteland. 
All right, everybody, welcome to The Plex. We do the show live every Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. Pacific and beyond into Red Light. And this week, we're going to do the show a little bit differently because we have so much stuff on the upfront. <clears throat> we're just going to release the first two hours of the show uh, for the podcast. So, uh, yeah, anybody listening, you usually don't hear this part. You hear this part now. Uh, I'm producer Dave, and you can find me on Grinder. I am historian Matt, and I just, hold on, there's going to be a a big thunderclap soon. Or not, okay. <laughs> I just survived a big storm. Uh, there it is. Don't know if you heard that. No, can't hear it. No, not on my, <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> um, I'm surviving a storm. It is mostly past now, so I think I'm good, but there may be some storm sounds in the background uh, and I might get kicked off, but uh, keep an eye on that. Otherwise you can see me on how the tech are you? Our new uh, tech show that we release on YouTube on Wednesdays. We record it earlier. Uh, I don't know where it goes to the podcatchers. Is it the same time on Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday afternoon ish. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think it's when it goes to YouTube, but check it out. We, we've been having fun. It's a good uh, new, new show. Uh, all about tech and um, yeah, I think it's everything. Cool. <clears throat> so we usually divide this show into like three segments. Basically there's the upfront hour, which doesn't go on the pod. The second hour, which does go on the pod. And then after that is red light. But today we're just going to, we're just going to go. We'll take a, we'll take a break for a song between the two segments here. Uh, the upfront this week <clears throat> is going to be about the mass shooting in Texas. But uh, we're mostly going to be covering the media's response to the mass shooting in Texas. So wait, uh, you know how we used to say that uh, the whole world's gone red light? Is yeah. it now gone all up front now? Yeah, the whole world's gone up front this week. Everybody. <laughs> whole world's gone up front. So we got uh, right as the news broke for it. Of course, we had a attorney general of, in Texas, Attorney General Paxton. It's Ken Paxton. Um. Wearing his own campaign shirt while he talks about the uh, the shooting, <laughs> and he's going to talk about you guessed it, arming teachers. This has happened again, and it's it's a horrible tragedy. But the types of things that we talked about, and I'll never forget it after the Santa Fe shooting, was having one mm -hmm. point of entry, making it more difficult for people even to get in that point of entry. Make sure that they, they and having potentially teachers and other administrators who have gone through training and who are armed because first responders typically can't get there in time to prevent a shooting uh, they, just it's just not possible unless you have have a police officer on camp on every campus which for a lot of these schools is almost impossible so i, I think you're going to have to do more at the school because it typically involves very short periods of time and you have to have people trained on campus to react exactly yeah uh, today uh that's always their answer. It's just more guns. Yeah. More guns. And one entrance. We're we're gonna hear a lot of this one entrance shit. And I've thought of an I thought of you know, if anyway, I have some thoughts about the one entrance once people start talking more about it. Ted Cruz was leaning on that one entrance thing this week. And I mean there's an obvious yeah. problem with one entrance. <laughs> I'll uh make some comments as well. I guess we'll wait for Ted Cruz because Yeah, yeah. So uh, up next, we got Fox talking about flimsy fencing. <laughs> this is the flimsy fencing. That's that's why it's why this happened. Everybody, it's flimsy fencing. 
All right, Darren, you just heard the latest 18 children now deceased. Your thoughts? This is a very unfortunate narrative. However, it keeps repeating itself. It's somewhat repetitive. As modern day law enforcement, we're really great on the response. However, the problem that we have is fortification and omnipresence on soft targets such as this school. Uh, as you spoke to. The ter calling a school a soft target is disgusting. Yeah. I mean, what do what do you want us to do? Turn on turn these uh, uh, schools into to forts and prisons? J yeah, jail. They want to they want to just <clears throat> this, they they talk about the school to jail pipeline, right? They just want to just get rid of the pipeline part. Just school to jail. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. To, as you made mention to earlier, Jesse, the school resource officers on many occasions are not equipped with firearms for these elementary schools. That needs to change. The dynamic of these Does mass it? shootings is becoming more and more prevalent in our society. However, we, we have our elected officials that come on television, they jump up and down, but there's no execution strategy. Are the elected officials jumping up and down? Uh, no. <laughs> Who's this we have guy? a flawed purpose in how we protect oh, he's a former cop. Okay. schools. It mm. goes back to why did we not have a police officer, meaning an, an armed resource officer, at the front of this school? When we look at a lot of these mass be fair, he went in the back. shootings that have happened in many places throughout the country, it's the same thing. Oftentimes, bad guys will go the other way when they see a good guy with a gun in front of a school. Yeah, apparently he went the other way and came in the back door don't get it i'm not saying that we need to arm these schools with sherman tanks but at the same token but why not i mean, I mean why not a tank it <laughs> sounds like where they're going like just let the kids drive the tank around fuck it we need to understand <laughs> the narrative of our school system it's not been prote not been protected the way it should be and unfortunately this is an example of how it manifests when we're unprepared yeah it's been reported there are three resource officers to assigned to this district but not to the school. So they may have been spread thin and thin and we don't believe that they were actually on the premises. You see the fencing. I mean, I could hop that fence. I, I mean, anybody <laughs> could hop that fence. What, what do they want the fencing yeah, like a, that? Just, again, it's not a prison. Yeah, did they want the fencing the like school. that place that they believe they're keeping David Miscavige's wife with the fucking spikes <laughs> yeah. and shit on it? Like the, 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 well, yeah, they want the big, the big like, you know, 15 foot fence with a uh, concertina wire at the top <laughs> and a fucking like a demilitarized zone before between it and the next fence or whatever. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and big towers at the corners, right? <laughs> Build the wall around the schools like chat saying. <laughs> yeah, come on. What good is it to have fence? Also, I'd like to see Jesse Waters try to climb that fence. That'd be funny. Installed <laughs> if it's four feet tall. Well, it might just be decorative. Infrastructure protection is very important, and I it's mean, clear that when we look kids, at the flip oh yeah, the, the four the, foot fence is probably big enough. <laughs> you had to keep the kids in, right? Clumsy fencing yeah. in this particular school that things could have been done differently. Oftentimes, this is subjected to budgets, whether we like it or not. Unfortunately, with public schools, they don't have the um, the necessary budget to fortify themselves from attacks of this nature. And what what's even worse is law enforcement views an attack of someone we refer to as a lone wolf in this particular instance as the most difficult to manage against. Um, I, I heard your guest speak to uh, earlier 
earlier in connection with there was a social media post on Instagram. I think that's great if social media companies create an algorithm that captures threats such as violence because no because then you can fucking do a whole segment on cancel culture when they kick them off you dumb fuck yeah right what the fuck <laughs> give an example jesse if you um put a threat on social media whereas you were looking to assassinate the president in 20 minutes you have federal agents at your door however we don't have not an true but yeah eventually they show up depends where you put it and how you word it to protect yeah, us as the common citizens. That's one component, but when we look at it from a more collaborative perspective, we need to fortify the omnipresence, and that's what would oftentimes deter bad guys. So when you spoke to that fence, that's only one component, but it's far more multifaceted than just the fence. I, the f shut the fuck up about the fence. Uh, I got a new idea for, uh, for swag we can put on our, our store. Oh no. Bulletproof jackets in uh, kid sizes. Oh god, I don't think we, I don't think they Oh my god. Oh my god, there's something yeah. sort of similar to that coming up later actually. Uh, it's, uh... Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you know there's already bulletproof like backpacks and shit, right? I don't know about backpacks, but I think I know what you're talking about that's coming up later because I've heard it a couple times. And it's it's some it's other bulletproof stuff, right? Dark, right? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking dark what's coming up later so <clears throat> there was a lot going on there um i just don't know like they were talking about a taller fence more more gun like where are all these people gonna come from with all the like where are we gonna even like let's say we give it let's say we were to accept the premise that just basically putting like a fucking i don't know like a small brigade of military at every school was the answer. <laughs> yeah. Just, just a small, small, help. small, small wet works team. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. some CIA agents that could kill you without a gun. Who knows what, but where are all <laughs> these people going to come from? Like, even yeah. if we like, there's a lot of schools. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new jobs program. Like, even if we accept the premise, where the fuck are all these people going to come from? Yeah. No. Anyway, here's more Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters thinks some of the COVID money should redirect it, <laughs> Red redirect <laughs> it to making sure we find all these people to like put a uh, what we call a battalion, put a battalion at each school. Maybe 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 put an air sure. maybe put an airborne uh, maybe put an airborne uh, army battalion there so that the fucking people could parachute in when the shit happens, right? Right. Make it all <laughs> make it all uh, you know make it all like fucking star spangled awesome and shit. Danny Colson is a former deputy assistant director of the FBI, and he commanded and founded the FBI's hostage rescue team. So that name sounds like lofty, like deputy assistant director, but that's not yeah. like a very high position in the FBI. Oh, <laughs> every like every office, of every office has a few assistant directors in it and then a few uh, deputy assistant directors. Okay. <laughs> it's not like the director. Right. It's not like the assistant director is one step down from the head of the FBI. This, the structure is a little bit different. It's like it's like upper upper middle management. Okay. He's like one step above a uh, special agent, right? Right. He's just bar he's barely he's barely more important than Fox Boulder. <laughs> Danny, I imagine FBI agents are on the scene right now. Uh, what's happening? 
Collecting evidence. Um, it's kind of a tragedy, isn't it? Um, I want to come in. Uh, Whoa, it's kind of a tragedy, isn't it? You... Whoa. Wow. Uh, what's happening? Collecting evidence. Um, it's kind of a tragedy, isn't it? Um, <laughs> what, a, SWAT team what a cold motherfucker. He talked about what they do. <clears throat> Something much better than that is to have armed police officers inside the school protecting our kids. Seven of my eight grandchildren are in schools in Texas, and they're this age. We just gave $40 billion to Ukraine. Why don't we allocate money to protect our own citizens, to put policemen... Yeah, we no, no, nobody, nowhere in America do we spend any money on the fucking police, ever. Right. It's not like 40% of the budget of a lot of major cities. I think it's specifically 40% of the budget of that city, uh, the town. I don't, I don't remember how uh, you that might be it. where the, That might be where the number came from, but it was also it's also like San Jose is a safe city, yeah. and it's like 34, 35% of the city's budget is policing. San Jose has 34% of the budget for police. Something like They're that, yeah. And San Jose is like... For not showing up. San Jose is like one of the safest big cities on the planet. Really? Yeah. San Jose is so safe. Not when I was there. Okay. <laughs> or not where I was, I guess. Our children from these monsters. It's really, I'm really angry about this. I'm saddened, and frankly, I'm a lot afraid. Well, Kellyanne Conway on The Five made an excellent point that there are billions no, of dollars that were given to schools across the country for COVID relief. And that yes. money has not been spent. That money is just sitting there waiting to be spent. And I think maybe a common sense idea would maybe take some of that money, a couple billion would do it, and harden some of these soft targets, especially the elementary schools. Because we learned that a lot of the Texas middle schools and high schools will have armed security guards there. But the elementary... But the armed security guards there have the guns pointed at the students, Jesse. Yeah. It's Texas. Do not. And I think it would make a lot of sense to make sure that we have armed security agents there, at least one for every elementary school in the entire country. It would be common sense, Danny. Yeah, it would be. I totally agree with that. And I mean, I was in the business of rescuing people from situations like this. It's a lot better to be inside keeping the bad guys out than trying to go in and find the bad guys. And why don't we do that? We have the money. Uh, and one other thing I think is important to remember, the gun. I think it's even better if you know the bad guys didn't have guns. You can outlaw guns tomorrow. Well, they're still out there. And we need to protect ourselves. We need to take, have courage to bring in policemen that will risk their lives and save our children and put a stop to this stuff. Stop it before they get through the front door. Okay, they keep bringing up this. Uh, well, I mean, this guy is the first, first time we heard it, but we've, you know, you hear it in a bunch of other videos where they're like, oh, if you ban guns, like, there's still guns out there. And, well, no, we do like gun buybacks and try to suck up all those guns that are around you know and on top of that if somebody is found with an illegal gun you can immediately arrest them before they do something bad with it and like not for nothing like australia had one of these and they as a yeah. society there were some mandatory but a lot of voluntary gun buybacks and they have regulation on purchases at the point of sale of the guns that are pretty 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 strong and it seems to have worked. 
Um, yeah. They didn't go. They nobody went door to door looking for everybody's guns. The fucking shock troops didn't go anywhere and do anything to anybody. Not none of that shit yeah. happened. And they got they got a lot of their guns are gone now. Aren't in their society? Yeah. The, well, a lot of the like the the assault weapons and stuff. I think you still have guns for hunting, but they're limited, right? Right. It's hard. I think uh, it's harder to get a handgun there too now. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised but i don't know i don't know i don't know the answer and i know that my other our chat's going to be pretty divided on this because there's a there are definitely you know arguments to be made that well if we do if we disarm the populace we should disarm the police and my my answer to that is yeah actually <laughs> sounds good to me fair enough just like in the like in the uk a lot of places the re- average cop has a baton and right. there are cops with guns but they're not the first ones who show up Right. I mean, that's, they have issues with uh, knife violence, but well, I mean, it's a lot hard. I mean, that's, it's it's up close and personal, man. You got to really want a motherfucker dead if you're using well, a knife yeah, to kill I mean, him. Knife violence is more survivable. Yeah, and like, again, percent. I'm not saying it's like perfect. It's, no, 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 knife. No, we're actually against knife violence here. Thanks, Matt. Yes, very much so. <laughs> we are in fact against knife violence, but yeah, you, you got to really want a motherfucker dead to kill him with a knife. A lot, a lot less, and knives, there's a lot less innocent bystanders in a knife attack, too. Yeah. A lot less bystanders be getting hurt. Yeah. Okay, so this is the dark one. Fox News. There should just be ballistic blankets in elementary school classrooms. I mean, this is just beyond shocking i would like to see this a national push toward instead of parents buying their kids all these tools and toys and games invest in the classroom to make it safer there are companies out there that that will do that they'll come out and they'll do threat assessment of the whole school they'll say this is an area of vulnerability that you might want to address and this is how we would address it and they have I mean, they have blankets that you can put up on the wall that are colorful and beautiful, but they're ballistic blankets. I mean, there there are ways to obscure the uh, the the classroom windows so that the shooter can't have target acquisition. I mean, there's just a million tools out there, but it's it, and we've been banging this drum for years. Let's start investing in our kids and in the safety of our children by banning guns. Um, Wait, no. No, I, so sometimes it isn't some person from outside the school that brings the gun in. Sometimes one of the students sneaks in a few firearms. So they're already in the classroom. And so you're, this set of solutions doesn't work. It's like every school shooting is different. Every time it's going to be a little bit different and you can't, and like this, this fucking whack-a-mole shit is just going to yeah. cost a lot of money and then everybody's going to complain about all the money it cost fucking five years from now or five months from now. Well, I mean, this guy apparently came in through the back door and like he wasn't shooting through walls. Like the blankets on the walls are not going to make that big of a difference, right? I think the idea is that the blankets, if I'm not mistaken, they go on the walls and look like decoration and once the shooting starts, the kids pull them down and hide under them. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, that's kind of what, I mean, they'll block, sure, but bullets have a hard time going, like, well, schools are a lot of times made out of the uh, fucking, they're cement, 
inside of the schools. They're like a cinder block. Yeah, and it shit. depends. So the bullet's the gonna have a hard met. bullet's gonna have a hard time getting through the cinder block too. Yeah. So I think I don't know. That was what I was thinking. It was a bunch of kids like cowering under a blanket, and that just makes me want to cry. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh God, here we here we go. Fuck Ted Cruz now, Matt. Great. Fucking great. Just great. At least, you know what? A lot of bad shit came out of Florida. At least Ted Cruz didn't come out of Florida. So you y'all can take this victory <laughs> where you, you take the small victory where you can get it. We know from past experience that the most effective tool for keeping kids safe uh, is armed law enforcement on the campus. Except for the one last time, the big room of the one that was in Florida where the fucking armed fucking cop ran. Do you remember that? Yeah. He he like helped people leave, but he didn't he didn't confront the shooter, which like he didn't have the arms to confront the shooter, so like it made sense. Motherfucker, yeah, he I, didn't motherfucker do anything. I'd run too. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> and wasn't there a, a resource officer at this school as well? I mean I, he just went around him, but my understanding is they weren't armed. Like they didn't have a they firearm. They weren't armed, okay. They may they, which but is I probably don't think we have any evidence that armed officers in schools stop shooting campus you know inevitably when there's a murder of this kind uh, you see politicians try to politicize it uh, you see like Democrats you Ted <laughs> whose immediate solution is to try to restrict uh, the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens that doesn't work it doesn't work. We don't know. We, it's not actually a constitutional. Uh, they always they right. They always forget about the part before the comma, Matt. Yeah. Uh, well, whole, this time. Uh, so what happened here is a well-regulated militia just went and shot the school up. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Oh man, I, fucking Ted Cruz, dude. I, I don't understand how he keeps his job. I don't know. You'd think like another Republican would beat him or whatever, just because he's such a slime ball. Yeah. Like, I don't think somehow they, they like him. I don't, I don't know. I don't think Texas is, Texas isn't quite ready to get their senators to be Democrats, but they're getting close. But you'd think like another Republican who doesn't just make you recoil in horror just at their sight could run against the guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Infowars. Great. Great. Right. That's what, I, that's what it says on the desk. Like, oh, info wars. Hmm. 877-789-2539. 877-789. Alex, and we're going to get you on air coming up. Owen? Did he just, like, look, stop halfway through his phone number that second time through? Maybe. But we have specifically <laughs> Don't play it said, with two years of hardly any mass shootings, that with all the pre-programming that mass shootings are coming and terrorists are going to attack and we got to take the guns. And then I'm like, well, I would predict a lot of mass shootings right before the election. And then like clockwork, it's happening. You know, to me, it's just very opportunistic what's happening. Yeah. These people seem real. Uh, so far as we could tell, the people who are doing these last couple mass shootings seem really into electoral politics. Good sleuth and Alex. Yeah. The one was clearly politically motivated, and this one we have no idea. The school shooting, we have no right. idea. And we probably, we may never know. Right. The other one was clearly 
like Infowars ish yeah. politically motivated, like great replacement. Yes. Yeah. This one we're probably never going to know. The Buffalo one. Buffalo it was Buffalo, right? Yeah, it was Buffalo. Um, and this one we're probably never going to know. Well, all that we do know is, and it's almost, it's one of the, the most common threads. A young man had a lot of fucking, had a lot of ill will towards women. Yeah. A lot of ill will towards women. And that was, he also that, played video games, I'm sure. Oh, well, that's different. I mean, that's the, <laughs> Well, maybe he maybe everybody plays video games. Everybody plays not a thing. But but I th- I think maybe video a person obsessed with video games with a lot of ill will towards women is a lot different than just a person who plays video games because they're like a like a oh, game yeah. a yeah, gamer no, gator. I, I'm you know? joking about that. I mean, I'm sure that was the issue. <clears throat> oh yeah, well it wasn't necessarily, but it it it's just almost like in in American mass shooters, almost all of them have like a history of misogyny sexism yeah it's yeah more common than racism even even people who are apolitical like this guy may be apolitical there's still like history of hatred towards and violence towards women like he fucking tried to kill his grandmother before the fucking shooting dude yikes anyway here's more of alex jones and cuckslayer owen schroyer mark in arizona let's talk about mike adams go ahead yeah, uh, Mike Adams just posted on naturalnews.com that the kid was a transsexual. And I think yeah, we should uh, dark. Yeah, we have the photos. We'll put them on screen. No, we're not showing them. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not showing them. Photo, actually. Maybe that's where he went to elementary school and he's just going back to where it all began. And so he was groomed there and then set up and transitioned through high school. And wow. Crazy, so he started. Yeah, I'm not showing that photo because that wasn't the person. I'm not showing that photo. Okay. That, wasn't the same person there's a i don't know which photo they chose um because it's hard to see it wait are you was, saying Infowars didn't do their research properly yes uh because they some guy <laughs> just called in and said natural news posted something and alex jones is like oh fuck yeah we have we got a scoop here <laughs> and, and if somebody calls me and says at natural news posted something i'd be like that's what probably didn't happen yeah <laughs> yeah there was a um exactly there was this this uh trans gal or maybe non-binary person who everybody was saying was the shooter and that person had to basically dox themselves they, they like posted their id and like yeah. their fucking home address they're like i don't live anywhere near this this wow. was not me like because what else do you do once they decide you're the shooter right right you got to dox yourself I, immediately i don't know what else you can do yeah you have to dox yourself immediately right yeah. And if you do live in the area, you, you you be like, no, I have records from my phone of my travel that day. Here, I'm going to dox yeah. my my entire travel history from that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sitting congressman shared that shit too. It was Paul Gosar though, so who fucking who's surprised? Anyway, more info wars. I'm sorry. And if I was to stab my talk show host co-host, which I wouldn't do, I love him. It would not be the dagger's fault. It would be me putting action into that inanimate object. Oh, are you going to stab Owen? Don't stab Owen. (laughs) I can't show that. Owen looks a little nervous. He's wearing a gun on his side. If he shot me, it's not the gun's fault. It's his fault. It's my fault. We all know that. And just like the white supremacist attack, blaming gun owners, or just like any of these events, statistically, they're still very rare out of 350 million Americans, but still very heartfelt. You're right. We should not be political at this moment, and Joe Biden absolutely is, and it is disgusting. Joe Biden is the president. He's, that is a political you, position that he holds. Yeah. 
These people are like, you should not politicize this. Well, they're actually politicizing it by saying that. When when <clears throat> saying you shouldn't politicize something is in fact a political statement. Yeah. They're just telling you to shut up, essentially. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, look, the Infowar.tv. Did they, they keep losing their domains or something? Because <laughs> they were at Band.video <laughs> before, and Censored.tv and shit before. Do they keep losing their fucking... <laughs> Keep uh, also, uh, um, Alex Jones is going off about how like guns are not the problem; it's the people. But uh, you know that's kind of a, a talking point of the NRA. But at the latest NRA convention, they banned the guns, not the people. All right, it's as, joint. It's as if it's a little of column A and a little of column B, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can't can't drive down the can't drive down the freeway at 130 miles an hour without a car. That doesn't mean that right. doesn't mean that doesn't mean that the car drove, you know, it's both you and the car. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's not the car's fault that, you know, people get into car wrecks all the time, but we put in a whole lot of safety features to keep the occupants of the car and other people safe. What do you predict in the midterms with 168 days left, Ted Nugent, with the whole world waking up with the inflation, with all of it? Uh, I mean, what do you see uh, Biden and his nasty cohorts during this third administration of Obama doing? Well, of course, I'm a huge supporter and believer in evidence, evidence that I vet and I scrutinize and I no. with all my heart and soul. Mm -hmm. And Dinesh D'Souza has documented that in his documentary, 2000 Mules. That Dinesh D'Souza as a source to have not thoroughly vetted your sources criminal corruption took place in the 2020 election and that joe biden did not win the 2020 election legally mm -hmm. all right whatever ted is he referencing like there's a new like, documentary that uh dinesh d'souza came out with recently uh, yeah it's been thoroughly demugged oh and he was it was Last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago when you were here. I think it was last week, though. There was a, we, we ran video of him complaining about people like getting it on the Pirate Bay. <laughs> 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 that was pretty funny. Um, oh, here we go. Don't worry, everybody. It could have been worse. Yeah. And let me emphasize something that I know you all know. But the reality is, as horrible as what happened, it could have been worse. The reason it was not worse is because law enforcement officials did what they do. And hung out outside for 45 minutes. Like, a, like tackled this lady. She finally talked them into letting her go. <laughs> then she ran inside and fucking saved her own kid. Yeah. <laughs> showed amazing courage by running toward gunfire. No, they did. The singular purpose of trying to save lives. Yeah, they went inside after they thought all the they said they I swear that the that they, they said they thought all the kids were dead and that's when they went inside. I mean, they went inside when they thought the shooting stopped. Right. And it is a fact that because of their 
quick response, getting on the I'm not sure the quick response is... ...respond to the gunman and eliminate the gunman. They were able posted, to save lives. Posted Wednesday? Yeah. Not enough. I don't remember how long after everything... I think this we started but, learning more about it on Wednesday, about like the time. And yeah. <clears throat> like, I don't know. Like, aren't these like, okay, yeah, there's protocols and shit, but like, I don't know. Aren't there, aren't there times when these people are actually supposed to show some fucking bravery and put themselves in harm's way? And isn't a school shooting one of those times where they go, oh, we're supposed to wait for the SWAT team but we can't fucking possibly wait one more moment. We have to go in the school. Is everyone ready? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck are the cops for, if not that? I don't know. Don't they have, like, aren't they wearing bulletproof vests and shit? Yeah, I mean, it's assault rifle, so I don't know how much that helps. Just regular bulletproof vests. Yeah, but there's a lot of cops, and they're supposed to be trained. Yeah. Oh, here we go. They could be going in and like helping other people get out, like right. figuring out where it is and where the guy is, and maybe not engaging, but you know, trying to protect people that way, getting people out of the way, or trying to fucking trying to trick the guy. Yeah, like spy something. versus spy or something. I don't know. Oh no! Now here we go with the fucking one door discourse. Oh. Uh, before you uh, start, I, our chat is going crazy saying that the uh, police are have no obligation to protect civilians. Uh, I think the Supreme Court ruled SCOTUS. that. Yeah. The Supreme Court, our, our, one of our finest institutions, they don't have an obligation to do it, but don't you think maybe one of those motherfuckers on the scene would have felt some kind of personal obligation as a person trained in this to like try to rally the troops? I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, they don't have an obligation to do it, but, like, what the fuck? Why wasn't one of them fucking, one of them cowboy-ass motherfuckers there? Like, where's the guy that goes into somebody's apartment and shoots them without even figuring out who they are? Why want that guy? Why wasn't that guy at the school? Like, (laughs) why isn't the the woman who went in and saved her kids? Like, Like, why didn't they just send her in with Why didn't they just send her in armed to the teeth? (laughs) Yeah. I should have followed her lead. She seemed to know her way around the inside of the fucking school. Yeah. I should have said, whoa, how'd you do that? Can you, can you go and get a couple more kids? Like even just like talk her into doing it. I mean, I'm kidding kind of, and it's not that funny. It's actually fucked up. Don't clip that. But anyway, here we go. The door, not the door that we talk about the other door. Schools safer. And one of the things that, that, that everyone agreed is don't have all of these unlocked back doors. Have one door into and out of the school and have that one door armed police officers at that door. If that had happened, if those federal grants had gone to this school, when that psychopath arrived, the armed police officers could have taken him out and we'd have 19 children and two teachers still alive. Uh, the resource officer that didn't have a gun? One more, one more about the one door, and I, I mean, I'm going to so keen, I'm going to keenly point out the obvious after this one more about the one door. Okay, okay, let it roll. Do you want to talk about how we could have prevented the horror that played out across the street? Look, the killer entered here the same way the killer entered Santa Fe. 
through a back door, an unlocked Why are you in the bushes, Ted? I sat down at round tables with the families from, from Santa shooter. Fe. We talked about what we need to do to harden schools, including not having unlocked back doors, including not having unlocked doors to classroom, having one door that goes in and out of the school, having armed police officers at that one door. All right, Matt, uh, what, what obvious thing do you think I'm going to point out? I'm not entirely sure. I do know a little bit more about what we've learned since then about the back door, but I don't know if you're pointing that out. Is it, is it, we're not making a prison again? Have these people heard of a fire? Oh, <laughs> good point. Just, well, I think what they are thinking is the door should be closed and locked. Like locked and I from think and the back door. Like I'm no expert. I don't know like all, all the details, but from what I heard from news, real news programs, not Fox news, uh, somebody propped open a back door. Like it was supposed to be closed and it was supposed to be locked, but somebody propped it open. I don't know if they know why it was propped open, but that's how they got in. That is my understanding. So maybe locked, like doors locked. There's, there's like exit only doors at stores, right? Where you right. can get out, right. but there's no handle to get in. Right. And I think that's what this door was. Right. But like, but somebody propped it open. Yeah. That's fucking, what I'm un, under the impression happened. Right. Fucking shit happens. Like, I don't know. Like, who knows why the door and like, who cares? I hope they don't find out which teacher did it because then that teacher is going to be like, Alex Jones is going to be like the teacher was in on it. You know? Yeah. They're going to have to like go into hiding or something. Right. <laughs> right. They'll, it'll be like the Sandy Hook families that had to hide from Alex Jones fans for several years. Yeah. But like the, the good news is, you know, in a few years, uh, they'll be able to take all of Alex Jones money. Right. Apparently. Uh, allegedly. That's what we say. That's what we say. The, okay, so the allegedly, other... Allegedly, they... <laughs> so the, the last ones did. <laughs> so, another problem. So, let's say the shooter, the bad guy, gets past the one door, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Now they fucking booby trap the door in some sort of way. Yeah. And now... So they can leave. Now the people who are now people who are like that might make it impossible for people who, who might escape to leave. But also if the SWAT team wants to go into a building, now they only have one way to get in. Yeah. So now the bad guy with the gun knows where the good guy with the gun is going to come from. Right. Unless you think the police are just have this big giant key ring with all the fucking keys for all the different fucking locked from <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like none yeah. of this is, none of this makes any sense. Yeah. I'm talking about the shirtwaist factory fire in the, in the chat. Yeah. Where there was yeah. like not enough exits. Well, and they blocked the exits and right. Oh uh, yeah. That was bad. All right, this is hard to hear. Uh, Beto O'Rourke uh, running for office. Not sure. Not sure whether or not this is a stunt, but whatever. He goes in and interrupts these people, and they don't like it very much. And I, I like that. It's great. I don't like. I don't like these people. So whatever. Yeah. To Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Governor, I, I, I 
Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down and get out of this. Shooting is right now, and you are doing nothing. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to this show. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you're out of line. Please. Said racistly. Better with the subtitles to so can hear what, it, what he's saying. Come to a deal like this to make a political issue. Oh, it's on Twitter. There's no. Couldn't. Uh, what? There's no. Oh, there are. Oh well, there were, were closed captions. I guess we could have seen it. Yeah. But the idea is that he went and like interrupted, and they didn't like it. And he went in like, and interrupted and say said, "You're not doing anything to actually fix the problem. You're just doing a press conference, basically." Right, and then that one guy said called you sick son of a bitch and i was like oh he said racistly because it just sounded i don't know man oh no and here's fox talking complaining about it the next day of course right of course of course they're going to complain about it you go yeah go yell at a school board now that's that's good you're you're that's fine right mrs pennington who's 60 67 years old and retired teacher but still wants to give back she she deserves your ire and your screaming at her but if you go to if you go without screaming tell somebody in power that you think that they're not doing their job and that you would like to take their job that's out of line right so here we go here's oh it's dan patrick the guy that beto interrupted he's on fox and is that fox and friends is that fox and friends that's fox and friends and friends and friends looks like it there are lots of short things that we can do and we must do and we've done a lot in texas but obviously we must do more you know harden schools there should be one entrance in and one entrance out in all of our elementary and all of our middle schools are small enough to do that there should be only one way schools should, should be, be prison protected uh, entrance in we already have a program where we allow any teacher in school the district wants to be armed to be armed we train them uh, it's up to- how many of the teachers take you up on that is the like so arming teachers didn't work <laughs> i just well and i just wonder how, like what is the cross-section of people who want to be teachers and people who would like to be armed all the time <laughs> do you know what i'm saying yeah um well uh well my mom was a high school teacher science teacher and she said like she would not want to be armed because uh at school like she's had so many things stolen from her uh from you know the kids steal stuff and, like she has a gun like somebody's gonna steal that i i there's a guy that hangs out at my friend Pino's restaurant. And the last time we talked about a school shooting, I had a discussion with him about it because he does personal protection for a living, like armed personal yeah. protection. And I asked him about it and I can relay what he said uh, after this clip is yeah. over, actually, because what he said made a lot of sense to me. Up to the schools. We leave that optional. We have metal detectors at schools. If those schools make that decision and we funded that, we put in a hundred millions, we put in uh, mental health issues. But I go back to we can do all of these things. We got to get to the base root of this. What's causing these young men in America to get a gun, either legally or illegally, to go into a school? Gun culture. And murder children in cold blood. Okay, so real quick. <clears throat> First of all, the way a classroom is laid out, it's generally laid out in such a way that the teacher can not only see all the students, but also the door. Yeah. They can see who's coming in and who's coming out. So that leaves you with just a couple options for the way for that room to be laid out. And the most common one is the teacher across the room from the door. 
Yeah, I don't know. They're in all sorts of places. Right, but this this is a common layout of a classroom. Yeah. And the guy I was talking, that was the first point when I asked this guy who does personal protection for a living. He said, okay, yeah. now arming the teacher, now there's no value in it at all. In fact, you create a more dangerous situation because the person comes in the door. Let's say the teacher has quick, quick access to their gun. Okay, good. Now they can't use it because if yeah. you're trying to protect someone, you never point your gun at them. Right. And so if the kids are between the fucking teacher and the door, the teacher cannot yeah. fire if they're properly yeah. trained on how to protect people. So it's stupid. Yeah. Which is also forgetting the whole part about uh, teachers being properly trained and like how many people, how many teachers are properly trained to use a gun in that and particularly in that situation and how many actually want to be trained to use a gun in that kind of situation. And like you were saying before, what if one of the kids gets a hold of the teacher's gun? Yeah. Like the yep. teach and if for the gun to be Being useful, ballistic blankets don't help. <laughs> right. And for the gun to be useful, it has to be accessible right now. That was the, yeah. other, the other thing that person, the, the, right. We'll call him Fred. His name isn't Fred, but we'll call him Fred. That's the other thing Fred said. He said, if the gun is Ill immediately accessible to the teacher, then it is very likely immediately accessible to anyone who enters that classroom and gets to that teacher's desk. Yeah. And so he was just like, the problems with this are myriad. And he says, I would not want to be in that situation armed or unarmed. <laughs> He's like, that's a terrible situation. He's like an arming. The teacher probably does not help. He's like, the teacher is yeah. not this guy. This guy was, this guy was telling me like, just he's like he's like listen i don't want to you know i don't want to blow my own horn here but i train a lot i train yeah. a lot for my job because if i may have to take someone's life as part of my job and i want to make sure i know what the hell i'm doing and that i you know that the that if i end up in that position that i'm not taking the life of the person i was charged to protect he's like do these teachers have the time to even do a fifth of the training a tenth of the training no they don't even <laughs> have enough time to do the training for you know what they're teaching right often. so this is dumb, and the kinds of teachers who are going to want to carry the guns to school, I'm going to guess, are also going to be the kinds of teachers maybe I wouldn't want being the armed one in that situation, because they might be part True. of gun culture, <laughs> and they might think they're a fucking yeah. cowboy. And you, and you don't fire across the fucking room full of kids. Just don't. Yeah. The gunman might, but that doesn't mean it's your turn. Yeah. What if one of the kids gets up and runs and then you blow that kid's head off? Like, yep. He said it's legitimately a better, better strategy if the kids are like, <clears throat> if it's like junior high or above to just have the kids fucking charge the gunman. He said it's, that's yeah. a better, he's like, that's dark, right? Because the first kids are right. going to die, but he's like, you're, you, it's a better strategy than arming the teachers. And I was like, I don't want to hear any more about this. He's like, that's okay. I've, if I've upset you, let me buy you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, arming the teachers is stupid because the classrooms are laid out in a certain way. And you just, the, the first thing they'll learn in any kind of training on how to protect others is to never fire across the person you're trying to protect. So then the gun becomes useless. Yeah. So here's the local news on um, Thursday. It would, would have been the last day of the school year. This is awful. 
The local news isn't awful. This is just an awful situation. This like was supposed to, to be the final day of class for 600 elementary students. And now the school is a corridor of questions, as you can imagine. Outside that building, solemn memorials to the victims are also sitting this morning. Kins 5 reporter Sarah Duran live outside Robb Elementary, where that memorial just continues to grow, Sarah. Sarah and Barry, good morning. Yeah, these are absolutely heartbreaking to look at. I want you to take a look over my shoulder here. You have to see these for yourself. Now, overnight, the crosses were put out in remembrance of those 21 victims who died here just almost two days ago. 19 of these crosses. Oh, there's some edgy asshole atheist out there somewhere going, it's a separation, separation of church and state. This is the separation of church and state. Oh, there's some edgy atheist out there somewhere that did that. And I hate that person. <laughs> I fucking know there's an edgy atheist out there who mad about this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are the names of beloved teachers. Uh, from where we are standing, we can see the first three. Um, we have Annabelle Guadalupe Rodriguez, Eliana Garcia, and Eliana Cruz Torres. Now, for this half hour, I want to talk about Eliana Cruz Torres. She was a fourth grader here at Robb Elementary. She loved softball. On Tuesday, she was looking forward to playing her final game of the softball season. Her aunt told us she was so excited and looking forward to making the all-star team. But unfortunately, she would never make it to the game later that day. I imagine her family misses her very much this morning, but there is another family thinking of her. We have learned these crosses were made by locals. We have reached out to learn more about why they decided to do this, but I think it's safe to say that these crosses serve as a solemn reminder of the lives lost here at Robb Elementary. Now, like you guys have been saying, today would have been the last day of school, a day full of celebration. I know you guys remember what it's like to be in elementary, right? Um, it's a day full of parties, uh, food, uh, rewards, or awards rather, and a lot of hugs. But um, today, a lot of people will still come here with a lot of heartbreak and tears. Really hard to think about. But again, 21 lives lost here in New Valley. We'll be here throughout the morning with bringing you the very latest from uh, Rob Elementary. But in Uvalde, Sarah Duran, back to you. Just, <clears throat> just imagine being like a local news reporter and spending the last few days covering this. I know it's nothing compared to the parents who lost their kids, but just imagine being the person covering this day in and day out yeah. for the last couple just holding it together on the fucking local news day in and day out. So here we go. We're going to move on to Thursday. Oh, that this is also Thursday. We're just going to blame it on culture. Just all of culture. We're not even going to do all video games. Yeah. Not video games. Just all of culture. No church. Oh, they're going to well, blame it. On, of course. Except uh, gun culture. Cause we can't blame that. No, no, that's actually, we just need more of it in the right places. Right. Right. Teacher needs to be fucking dirty, Harry. What's changed is the culture. The nuclear family's collapsing before our eyes. Church attendance is an all-time low. Kids' brains are being warped by social media. And we forced our kids into lockdowns, isolating them from socializing with each other and pushing them deeper into video games and wicked internet sites. Sports aren't mandatory anymore. Drugs are everywhere. The media and entertainment industry fosters a sick thirst for fame and notoriety. 
And there's just a general lack of respect for human life. We're missing all the ingredients for a healthy country. Wow. Yeah, I mean, like, whatever. We could talk about isolation, but it has to be in a broader context where we talk about isolation and radicalization by the media, Fox News. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, who? which fucking news channel told, tells these, like, when the, sometimes these things happen, right, and they get the arsenal from their dad's closet or some shit. Well, which fucking news channel yeah. told you to get the arsenal? You know, it's like. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't, don't come here telling me about the media and the culture. Fox News has done more to fucking damage our culture than like any organization. Like, because they've yeah. been around a lot longer than Facebook has, right? Like, year for year, right. Facebook gives them a run for their money. Don't get it twisted. But, like, <laughs> in, grand, in a fucking grand total, Fox News has done a lot to really, like, not only to just drive hatred and anger, especially in men, but also to isolate people because you believe what you want to you believe what they tell you at Fox News. And now you're not invited to Thanksgiving anymore because you're crazy. Nobody wants to listen yep. to you anymore. <sighs> Here's Herschel Walker. <laughs> seen this so many times. You've seen this one so many times. Yeah. This is fucking word salad. Like at least he's not, at least he's not like able to rile anybody up to violence because nobody understands what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> See that is a person willing that weapon, you know, Cain, Kia, Abel, you know, and, uh, you know, and that's the problem that we have. And I said, what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, he talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that can look at young men that's looking at uh, women that looking at uh, just social media? What about doing that, looking into things like that? And we can stop that that way. But yet they want to just continue to talk about taking away your constitutional rights. And and I, I think there's more thing we need to look into. This has been happening for years. And the way we stop it by putting money into the mental health field, by putting money into uh, other departments rather than departments that want to take away your rights. So actually, it's constitutionally yeah. protected for a young man to look at a young woman while that young woman is looking at social media. I don't know if this guy knows that. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty totally, sure that's fine. It's totally legal. In fact, like that's if like a like your gal pal is looking for something on social media that they'd like to show you while they're talking to you a little bit, then maybe you're looking at them while they're looking for something on social media. <sighs> that guy's yeah. fucking. <clears throat> I'm not even kidding. That guy got hit in the head way too many times, and I have no idea why he's running yep. for political office. He's fucking scary, and he might win. Anyway, more Ted Cruz from Thursday. Great. Fantastic. There are 19 sets of parents who, who are never going to get to kiss their child goodnight again. Is this the moment to reform gun laws? You know, it's it's easy to go to politics. But it's important. It's at the heart of the issue. I, I get that that's where the media... Yeah, but Ted, you're a politician. He was literally going political right before it. Right, they were, he was at a political gun event right before... Like, for a political lobby group. Oh, God damn it. He likes to go. Well, it's not. It's where many of the people we've talked to here like to go. The proposals from Democrats in the media... Inevitably, when some violent psychopath murders people. A violent psychopath who's able to get a weapon so easily. 18-year-old with two AR-15s. If you want to stop 
violent crime. The proposals the Democrats have, none of them would have stopped this. But why does this only happen in your country? I really think that's what many people around the world just, they cannot fathom. Why only in America? The foreign press, this is Sky News, everybody. This is Rupert Murdoch's outlet in the UK. So this is their, their Fox News. Their Fox News is asking this guy, why are Republicans so crazy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's amazing. Is this American exceptionalism so awful? You know, I'm sorry you think American exceptionalism is awful. I think I, this I think, aspect, I think, I think that, this I, aspect you know of it. You get your political agenda. No, it's God, honestly, God love you. Senator, it's not. I just, right, he gets his paycheck from the same dude that you do, Ted, or that, that your fucking friends <laughs> over at Fox do, Ted, or maybe from the same dude that you do. <laughs> Why you do not think that guns are the problem? Why is this just an American problem? Well, it is just an American problem, sir. Mr. Cruz, why is America the only country that faces this kind of... You know what? Who's a woman? You can't answer yeah. that. You can't answer that, can you, sir? You can't answer that. Why you know, is this country... Why is it that people come from all over the world to America? Because it's the freest, most prosperous, safest country on Earth. not the safest country. Why are our kids dying in That's not the question. You could want to move to America for economic uh, prospects while understanding that you're more likely to get shot here than in a lot of other places. Like, True. Absolutely true. It's not like people, it's not like people don't weigh the pros and cons of things they do. And it's still not like, I'm not worried about walking to Safeway or whatever and getting shot right. this time. It's just that my chance, oh, where I live, actually not so much. The Bay Area is overall is very safe. Um, California has some of the stronger gun laws in the country too. And some of the municipalities around here have strong gun laws. Um, but we're not the safest country in the world. Absolutely not. There's no way that America is the safest country in the world. Yeah. Right now we're, we're safer than Ukraine, but that's because they're being bombed. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. I'm sorry. That was awful. Adam Rainstopper pointed out, but we also have the biggest prison population. So arguably... Not the freest, right? Definitely not the freest. <clears throat> not just per capita, as far as we know, we have the biggest prison population. Although China doesn't really release yeah. their numbers. Yeah. All right. Well, in China, they don't always make it to prison. So, <clears throat> the police were reluctant to engage the gunman because they could have been shot. A <laughs> word. well yeah Uh, lieutenant for the officers on the scene who were there as you correctly point out to wait for this second tactical team to arrive before fully pushing into that school and neutralizing the gunman so what we do know uh wolf is that there was multiple officers that arrived on scene there was three officers that arrived that made entry um at one of the entrances where the gunman actually made entrance to we had other another four officers that made uh entry at the other entrance of the school so there was officers inside that school as they were taking gunfire they were also calling in for reinforcement uh backup tactical teams uh snipers 
any additional personnel that could arrive to assist to not only with to with the situation but also to assist in evacuating uh, students and teachers at that time that's when a u.s border patrol uh, tactical officer arrived also with a zavala county sheriff's deputy as well as two additional uh, uvalde police department officers were able to go into that classroom uh, with a ballistic shield as cover and of course we know that one of those officers an agent actually was uh, was shot uh, was grazed at the top of the head but they were able to shoot and kill the suspect and pre preserve any other life we know that there was other injured children inside that classroom that they were able to save as well and get them to and get them to cover and at that point it became a recovery process a rescue operation trying to rescue the injured and also any other potential children or teachers that were inside those classrooms but don't current the best practices lieutenant call for officers to disable a shooter as quickly as possible regardless of how many officers are actually on site Correct. The active shooter situation, you want to stop the killing, you want to preserve life. But also, one thing that, of course, the American people need to understand is that officers are making entry into this building. Uh, they do not know where the gunman is. Uh, they are hearing gunshots. They are, they are receiving gunshots. At that point, if they, if they proceeded any further, not knowing where this suspect was at, um, they could have been shot. They could have been killed. And at that point, that gunman would have the opportunity to kill other people inside that school. So they were able to contain that gunman inside that classroom uh, so that he was not able to go to any other portions of the school to commit any other killings. Was that true? That wasn't what the narrative has been, that they're actually inside containing the guy. Yeah, I don't know if. I don't know how much of that is true, but um, so just some random sheriffs and a border patrol agent showed up and they happened to be the only ones with a shield. I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> Regular cops don't have a shield for this. Get the fuck out of here. I, well, I mean, the ballistic shield. I mean, that's I mean, something kind of specialized. They might not have it in their yeah. car, but the cop shop's not that far away. Like, come on. Yeah. I cop shop's know. not an hour away. Maybe we should be giving ballistic shields to all cops. They can hold, keep in their the back of their car. I don't know how big it is, if it's a specialized piece of equipment, whatever it is, but they could have got a hold of one in like an hour. <laughs> sure yeah. And somebody in chat was saying to these, since Columbine, there's all these trainings that they do with tactics for how to deal with yeah. this. Here we I mean, go. If they're inside actually can, trying to contain the guy, that, that was at least something. Um, yeah. That's not what I was hearing from other places. It sounded like they weren't even in the school, but uh, helping pull people out maybe. I don't know. I don't but yeah, they should have been inside the school, and if they could not engage the guy directly, they should have been in place where he couldn't, you know, escape or, or, cause, or cause as least damage as possible. Until SWAT showed up. I think maybe the answer is more doors. What if the answer yeah. is what if the answer is more doors so the kids could just run out the fucking door into the outside from the point. classroom? If they're running in all different directions, yeah, a few of them will get shot, but most of them will probably get away. Right. What if the answer is actually more doors and more ways for yeah. people to get out get the fuck out the building? Yeah. <clears throat> it makes it harder for the teacher to control the classroom under normal circumstances, but a little bit of truancy is like a small price to pay for the kids being able to fucking run. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know. I mean, these are kids too. You don't, they're not going to have like situational awareness. They're going to be scared shitless. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> like I, <clears throat> I don't walk into a room like fucking Michael Weston on burn notice and count the exits. Do you know what I'm saying? So like 10 year olds aren't going <laughs> to do it either. So here's this dumb fuck. Here's Lauren Boebert. She's going to talk about nine 11. Course. differences between this and 9 Andy Cortez tweeting at me, but she hasn't taken up my offer to actually meet and work together. And of course, we saw Beto acted like a total jerk and tried to use the death <laughs> of these children as a prop to advance. Why are you using your news hit about a shooting as like an advertisement for your fucking store? His political candidacy. <laughs> when 9-11 happened, we didn't ban planes. We secured the cockpit. And of course, no, we banned shampoo and shit. <laughs> that's a good point we did ban we banned shampoo we banned like nail clippers and <laughs> all, we banned all, kind of shit. Also, also 9-11 the uh the firefighters were running into the building not hanging out outside waiting for the uh swat fire firefighters to show up simp for the devil thank you for uh resubbing to the channel podcast people uh, that's you know if you're listening on the podcast come come join us live sometime <coughs> Yeah, um, that's why there's no song called Fuck the Fire Department, because the fire department, they're like, oh, shit, the <laughs> yeah. building's on fire. I could get burned. No, they run in and they save your cat. <laughs> that's right. Oh, here's this dumb fuck going to talk about arming the teachers some more again. It's like, where are the teachers in the conversation about arming the teachers? When's the last time they could they can't even get one fucking teacher to go on Fox and go, yeah, they should. I need to be packing heat, actually. I mean, they probably could. Because there's always that one guy, right? But I'm sure a vast majority of teachers think it's a bad idea. Probably for the re- it was probably for some of the reasons that I was outlining earlier. Is like, well, no, I have to shoot across a classroom full of kids. What are you crazy? I'm, yeah. I'm not a sharp well, I shooter. Mean, I literally, as I said, my mom is a retired high school teacher, and she said she wouldn't do that. Didn't make any sense for the reasons she said. Not she probably doesn't know about the same thing you're talking about, right? Oh, man. Here we go. Here's this dumb fuck. She's going to talk about teachers can protect themselves and their students. What exactly is happening? We know that things are being stopped in Congress. People want to know where uh, the Republicans are at, where you're at when it comes to what uh, the next step can be taken for some real change here. Right. Well, first of all, I, of course, my heart mourns for what has taken place. And uh, once again, unfortunately, we've proven that gun-free zones are deadly and we cannot legislate evil. But I want real solutions, not just tweets. I want our schools secured. I want our children protected. And I want teachers that can protect themselves and their students. And you know what? We can achieve this without trying to disarm law-abiding citizens. For, for me, this is my equalizer. I need a way to protect myself and my children. And my firearm is my equalizer, my tool to do that. And what I- not for nothing, she walks around Washington, D.C. with a gun that's illegal for her to walk around Washington, D.C. with, and nobody's arrested her for it. Does she? Yes. I know handguns are not legal in D.C., right? Yeah, she... she yeah, she takes it... Wow. She's been taking... Some, she takes it with her into fucking Congress and shit, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure she's not exactly going into places where she needs a gun. No, no, and I'm, I doubt she's going out to the bars or anything there. They probably don't like her much, but uh, yeah. More reduce the door discourse. I'm for more doors. Fuck it. 
make more exits so people can run. Yeah. What if there's five shooters? Then being able to get the fuck out the building, right? Because yeah. if there's five of them, okay, good. Now you have an armed guard. Oh, now you don't have an armed guard anymore because five five gun five gunmen came to your school. <laughs> yeah. Okay, maybe the armed guard took out one of them. Multiple uh, shooters before. I mean, Columbine was yeah. two, and they were able to sneak the weapons in. Yeah, like in, you know, that this yeah, all, a lot of this is like leaving out the fact that sometimes the students themselves are the shooters, and that's horrific they're shooting their yeah. friends or their classmates and you know who knows how to sneak some shit into that school fucking ninth grader <laughs> yeah here we go more door yeah. um, more door i want to pivot to yeah, obviously we're all following this yeah. tragic shooting in texas and i know that when i was in the house under your leadership republicans did a lot of things to try to keep try to keep kids safe spend money to keep kids safe talk about what you think needs to happen to keep our kids safe when they go to school every day well, it's just tragic what happened down there. We learn something new every day about how can we improve. What we found in Texas, there was a shooting once before for the Nick fix. This is where an individual got out of the military but had um, domestic violence. But the military didn't forward that, so that individual never could have been able to buy that weapon. You were a part of this and voted it along. President Trump signed it. Make that Nix fix change. The President Trump did an executive order and changed the bump. Um, uh, 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 ability. So we saw what happened in Las Vegas. But we had been able to pass Richard Hudson led on stop the school violence where we provided a great deal amount of money so schools could reevaluate that. See where that they could come in. If this school was on lockdown, could have, the doors have been locked where you couldn't have gotten in? These are items that we'd looked before. And remember, Sean, there are billions of dollars sitting out there after COVID for schools that we should redirect uh, that money to allow the schools to use that to have one central point of interest to protect these kids from a lot of different areas and different items of going forward. But these are things we should be able to look at to be able to solve. And we've really got to be focusing on mental health as well. And that's something Congressman Tony Gonzalez, who represents this district, was already working on prior to this situation, trying to get some mental health down in this community, which even needs it greater today. Mr. Leader, the vast majority of people who commit mass murder are not diagnosed with any mental illness. There's a big yeah. difference between diagnosed mental illness and what we colloquially will call crazy. Right. Like, oh yeah. You know, yeah. Somebody would say, well, you gotta be crazy to go shoot up a school. And I'm like, that's great. But the mental health field isn't really out there diagnosing your definition of crazy because that, that the way we use that word is like loaded down with all kind of fucking baggage that really fucks people up anyway, who have mental, who are, struggling with mental illness so it's actually a bad yeah. way to talk about any of it anyway and yeah they they uh a lot of these these shooters like they they take a long time to to plan out what they're going to do and everything but that doesn't necessarily mean that people see it they're you're, they're going to hide that kind of stuff right right and <clears throat> not for nothing not we don't obvious sign these people don't they don't want to they don't want me to suggest maybe that somebody stockpiling a bunch of guns might be a reason to like think about yeah that is a sign isn't it <laughs> right like but they nope the, the the fucking gun people don't think that's a sign that's just they're just a collector matt they're a collector yeah of course you've been seeing those pictures going around with like somebody people's decks completely covered in firearms that have been going around this week yeah like yeah like i'm concerned if i live next to that person 
that person could be the nicest person in the world. And I'm just concerned with that much firepower right next door to me. Right. They got kids who might right. be irresponsible or too young to even understand, you know, <clears throat> somebody might find out they have all those guns and go steal their guns. And then on their way, uh, on their way out, fucking get you know, hurt me with them as they're leaving. Like, yeah, but they don't want to talk about that. Yep. And, uh, as of yesterday, we knew it was coming. Didn't we? Critical race yeah, theory. Of course. But this, this fellow in Texas, uh, Salvador Ramos, um, he legally bought his two guns. And, right. and, and, and now, of course, now we didn't have the paper trail and the record to your point, but do you think that that would require maybe stiffer background checks? You know, no, no matter what you do, people fall through the cracks. You, you can't identify all these problems. You, you can't arrest somebody for a crime they haven't committed yet. Uh, these are difficult issues. But again, the solution lies in stronger families, more supportive communities. I would argue renewed faith. We've, we've lost oh, that. We, we, we stopped teaching value. We should, put, we should just put Jesus in the crust of pizzas instead of the cheese that they uh, fucking do with stuffed crust pizza. That'll fix everything. In so many of our schools. Now, now we're teaching wokeness. We're, t we're indoctrinating our children with things like CRT, <laughs> telling, you know, some children they're not equal to others and they're the cause of other people's problems. But these shootings... That's not CRT, but whatever. CRT oh, and wokeness, I, right? Well, yeah, I think, I think CRT's been going on under the radar for quite some time as well. Wokeness has been. Liberal indoctrination has been. People who disagreed with me on social issues the whole time. No fucking shit, dude. New gun law is gonna. It's not gonna. Yeah, you also notice how all these uh, gun gunmen have been uh, liberals and and woke people. Well, it's just like it's just like I don't even you know a lot of it's been white supremacist ideology when there has been political ideology. Even yeah, the really? even the FBI has been trying to tell people this, and the FBI is I'm not. I'm pretty pretty sure the FBI is a fairly conservative organization by its nature. <laughs> Well, sure. I mean, he started off talking about uh, background checks and stuff, and like there are holes in our background checks, and they may not have been able to find this guy, but yeah, if we increase our background checks, we'll probably be able to stop more of these mass shootings. Uh, I'm not clear if the this particular shooter uh, was showing any signs of mental distress, uh, but that is one of the ways. I don't know if they if that's actually. Yeah, I don't know if that's one of the things they they check on the background. No, um, um, they check to see if you've ever been, I think, institutionalized, either in a prison yeah. or a mental hospital. Um, but like, but, but that's probably not enough. That he, he wasn't uh, institutionalized, right? He was only eighteen. The, but the problem is, and it's it's one of the things that I think that I disagree with a lot of conservatives on, like the in like on a very like profound like sort of base level ideological um level kind of is <clears throat> all these solutions they talk about seem to be about the individual seem to be about yeah. stopping an individual from doing any of this and i'm like well that's a dumb fucking thing because there's 300 million individuals here and more guns than individuals so the solution actually yeah. for any i don't care what it is the solution's probably going to be systemic and this it's going to be a thing where it's not going to prevent an individual thing from happening. It's going to make it harder for anyone who would like to do this to do it. Right. And it's yeah. going to take some fucking time for the impact of any systemic change to be realized. Right. 
these people just want everything to be down to like, this is an individual, this is an individual, this isn't a problem with the system. This isn't a problem. It's just a one-off. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it is a problem with this individual, but we have a system that seems to enable this in ways that other rich countries don't have systems that enable this. Right. Unless you want to tell me that the people in other rich countries are just better than Americans, in which case then your American exceptionalism thing goes out the window, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So the, 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 I don't know what the solutions are, but they're not going to be put God back into the crust of pizza or whatever the fuck these people want to do. <laughs> yeah. Get more people in the church. These are solutions. These are so-called solutions that only deal with the individual and not with the systems and the structures of our society. And that's, I think, right. one of the places that just individual individualism versus like collectivism or systemic analysis is like where I think the American left and the American right just veer off away from each other. And that's like, that's why yeah. we can't fucking agree on anything. Yeah. And things were pretty fucked up when the country was more Christian. <laughs> let's, let's not, you know, it's, <laughs> oh God, here's cocaine Don Jr. Talking about AR 15s <laughs> and bats or fucking, I don't know. Okay. A machete, a bomb. It's the gun. It's not the sociopath wielding it folks. It's again, again, it's the fucking individual. It's like, shut the fuck up. Cocaine Don. Yeah. This kid would be a well-adjusted, reasonable individual. He'd be a wonderful human being, right? He wouldn't have done the exact same thing with a bat or a bomb. No, nope, he wouldn't have. A Thank bomb? You very much. Ooh, a bomb. Don't give them any ideas, Cocaine Don. <laughs> the bomb sounds I mean, a bomb could be devastating, and that, that has happened in the past, but um, for some reason, it doesn't happen very much. It's not, not very often something about, we actually like track those bomb making materi materials. Wait, you, you mean I can't just go buy a bomb? No, you can't. I mean, you probably buy anything <laughs> if you have enough cash and know the right people. I mean, people. if you're good enough, like you can get the materials to make, if you, if you really work hard at it, but doing it without yeah. being noticed is difficult because they do track stuff like fertilizers that are used to make uh, the bombs. And no, a bat would not have been able to cause as much damage as freaking assault rifle. So shut the fuck up. Right. It's a little bit dark, but you could put like the home run king in this situation versus like an 18 year old with even just a handgun. And I can tell yeah. you that the body count of the home run king would be much smaller than that of a yeah. person, even with just a, a not a, a rapid a gun that fires a lot of bullets in a short amount of time. Right. Also, like, honestly, to kill somebody with a bat, I mean, that's up close and personal. You got to be a special kind of sicko to do that. Yeah. The, the gun, like, you could get, you're detached almost from it in a way. Like, physically, you're, like, by tens of feet. So right. It's not as real. Yeah. Improvised yeah. device or a machete. He's a great kid. Don't judge him. We have to pretend that even the biggest psychos are totally great for fear of reprisal, for fear of the lawsuits. What? For fear of being stigmatized and maligned ourselves for stating those things and calling out the obvious. That's what's going on right now, guys. Enough is enough. We have been coddled for too long. We teach to the lowest common denominator. 
failed. That's what a school, yes, a school does have to teach to the kid that's having the hardest time. That's what the school <laughs> is there for. This is an elementary school, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you? Coddling like, is okay at that level. Like, that's not, <laughs> not and, a big problem. You're not supposed to, like, throw them in front of people with guns to prove their toughness. Or I don't know. Like, what the heck is he talking about? And like, what do you mean the lowest common denominator? Some of these people are in kindergarten. How much are they supposed to know, Don? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> anyone who had a chance beyond that. We pretend that everything is is great and fine because we can't acknowledge anymore. No, no one's pretending that, buddy. You're just high as fuck. Yeah. You think you're pretending that. <laughs> Does he just get high and do these videos? Like, what's going on? I don't know, Matt. Have you ever tried it? <laughs> <laughs> no. But at least, like, when you smoke up, like, you're more... It's different. You know, it's, I mean... I know. You know, can't, you, you, you know enough about drugs that cannabis know, is appreciably no, different kidding. than most other illegal drugs. And, and cannabis isn't even illegal in California, but it's appreciably different right. than a lot of other things. That's why, that's why many places have At least you're coherent it. until like midnight. And <laughs> well, that's alcohol, Matt. Alcohol. <laughs> but that's alcohol, right. That's, it's not the cannabis. It's the alcohol. I'm, kid I'm kidding. I get it. I get it. People are screwed up. Yes. We can't acknowledge what the actual causes are. It's not, you know, a drug addict, mother, and a missing father, and a lack of religion indoctrination programs in our schools, you crazy teachers, uh, you know, teaching some of the crap I've been talking about in this video. It's none of those things. Never ends, man. It's obviously not the total lack of any discipline, patience, perseverance, you know, and that that's just gone from society. It has nothing to do with that, guys. It's none of those things. <laughs> Lack of discipline. You do like a thousand dollars worth of cocaine every week. It's not a real problem. Just medicate, give <laughs> them pills. Everyone wins. It's fine. So, oh, they uh, went back to the participation trophy uh, meme or whatever you want to call it. And like that's like again, kindergartners, like little kids. Everybody gets a trophy because it's cute, right? Yeah. Then everybody gets to take a picture right. of their kid with the. It's more for the parents than the kids, right? Yeah, the kids want to fucking win. Even the little kids, they want to win, and they know who won. It's for the parents, right. but not for nothing. He got one thing right, but he said it in the fucked up way. Yeah, when the, a bad, violent home life probably does lead people to be more likely to be a violent adult. Yeah, well, you're right when you say more likely, but it's not definitive, and we don't know all the details of why and and hows, and uh, we're not entirely clear the the conflict between nature versus nurture, right? How much of right. it is your genetics or otherwise your nature, not always genetics, by the way, and how much of it is nurture, how you're brought up. If you're in a bad family, you know, had a bad family life versus a good one or well, stuff that's not even related to your family life. Right. It might not even be family. It might be that you are weird and the other kids are mean to you. And after, yeah. after, after a couple of years of being bullied, I bet it changes someone dramatically. And we're I mean, starting. Did you ever have that problem in school? Um, <clears throat> you would think because I'm gay, but no, not really. Yeah. Well, I will say I did and particularly, uh, uh, in middle school was really bad. That sucks. Uh, and I the only good thing about it was it was just middle school and I was able to leave. 
I and went to a different <clears throat> high school. I'm pretty, I am pretty proud of myself that I never participated in bullying that I, that I yeah. don't, that, at least that I recall, I was probably mean to some of the kids, but that's different than like systematically yeah. bullying some kid, you know? Yeah. But I was like a stoner and like a gay, I was like a gay kid. I was like an out gay kid by 16. So what, what are you going to? That was and good. Before, it was good that you could do that. And before that, I was a closeted gay kid. I wouldn't go, go around bullying anybody else. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's Tim Pool. And you're not going to believe who's after Tim. Everybody? No amount of children dying should justify someone having their rights take, taken away. What if it's all the children, Tim? Right? What if, Wait, like, what hold if, on. No amount of children dying should have their what taken away? Rights? No amount what of said? children dying should justify someone having their rights take o taken away. That's just right. it. You do not get to strip someone of their human rights because of harm to children. Do you want to you want, you want to have a conversation well, about now trans he's talking about kids? human rights, which is not quite the same thing as say gun rights constitutional and the harm that will befall them by them being sterilized by puberty blockers oh them, um <laughs> being castrated or by girls getting top surgery you want to talk about their their uh, rights or infringements or what's happening to these kids do you want to strip someone's rights let's have that conversation no i don't think you're ready to have that conversation i don't want kids to die uh quite the opposite i want kids to live full normal and healthy lives to become adults because that's the important thing uh, puberty blockers are not a big deal. They're reversible if you get off of them later in life. Don't cause a problem, but do give time for people, for kids who are unsure of themselves in that that way, their gender. Give them time to, to figure it out. Nobody's, as far as I know, nobody's giving young kids surgery. No, um, for that sort of stuff. That's just that's just red meat for the fucking people in his audience, though, right? That's like, yeah, that's like literally just red meat for the people in his audience. Um, and I knew that was I knew the CRT was coming up, and I knew the fucking trans thing was coming up, being like, actually, this is doing more harm to the kids because I don't like it, blah blah blah, and I like guns and this and that, and like Tim Pool specifically should have his gun rights taken away from him because he's a dumbass, and yeah. like I don't think a dumbass should be able to have a gun. <laughs> By the way, slightly off topic, but um, we, I also do, I still do the Silicon Valley uh, humanist uh, group because they still do stuff on online and they had a pretty terrible, I think, video on CRT. So I may want to talk to you later about if you know somebody who may have a little more knowledge and be willing to talk to them, talk Was to it the humanist community. Anti-critical race theory? It was the video that they showed was somebody who's supposed to be liberal, but it seemed like it was supporting, uh, or it was anti-critical race theory being taught in schools. Do you remember their Even name? Though, huh? Do you remember their name? I want to say McCormick, but a, that doesn't sound right. Oh, that's fine. If you can find the video. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, um, any critical race theory. Um, people, um, I, yeah. Professor Q d does critical theory. 
um, which is yeah. Um, also, uh, Roderick Graham, who I've interviewed, is a sociologist who also does critical scholarship. Um, and maybe, but you're a, like a like a humanist group, so you guys might be able to find a person who does is in the field of critical race theory. Yeah, I don't know if they're they're going to be able to. If Let's I can see. find somebody, they wanted me to like say something because I have more experience through like this podcast, you know, and and watching other stuff. I'm like, I don't really feel like I'm quite expert enough. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I I wish I knew somebody because I if I could interview somebody who's like a legal scholar specializing in critical yeah. race theory, you know, I would have already done it. Oh yeah, yeah. The problem is, and if I was that legal scholar, you know what I'd do? I'd shut the fuck up because I'd be afraid, honestly. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's fucked up, but it's not a good climate for that yeah, legal I mean, scholar. I would almost not want somebody who's a scholar, but somebody who is well-versed in what is happening, because it's not actually critical race theory that's being taught, but it's this whole thing with the, the conservatives that, I don't remember the guy who, who basically stole that term and has been spreading it around in conservative circles to to basically drum up fear of, of talking about anything related to race in so schools. So what you're looking for is basically somebody who can, somebody who's monitoring moral, those kind of moral panics, basically. Yes. Yeah. But not, but not me. me that, that would be the best. But not me. Someone, someone who like writes for a publication. <laughs> I mean, you could do it, but I don't think you want to. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to do it because I don't want to answer stupid questions from the, uh, from the person from better angels of our nature or whatever. See that shit in anybody's profile, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, if I engage up. anybody with the better angel shit in their profile, they're gonna block me and tell me that I've come in bad faith. <laughs> so, of course, no tragedy is complete without the galaxy brain humidor. Uh, of course. Let's suppose that the police had um, had rushed in, and let's suppose that an officer had. Um, shot the gunman and only 10 children had died, but the police officer had shot one child and a teacher in the process. Now, we don't know that that didn't happen, but problem wise, that's better, right? But we can't know both futures, right? That had that happened, we would now be talking about what had gone wrong in the police response that children and teachers were caught in the crossfire some in some quarters but yeah because something went wrong yeah we'd be like well how do we make it so that next time this doesn't happen yeah that's a bad (laughs) outcome too brett (laughs) yes the cops are supposed like come on that policeman would now be being called a murderer something Mm -hmm. you know what if the police officer was white and the teacher was hispanic Right. right what added situation does this what added uh spin is this going to add to the fury over what went wrong in uvalde right Mm -hmm. so the explicitly racialized context in which we are expected to engage all of our fellow human beings as brought to us by frankly charlatans like wait they're making up different tragic scenarios in which people would cry racism when no racism existed right yeah i they're they're talking they're not even talking about the one that was racist right Uh, i'm very confused (laughs) like there was nothing i didn't think there was anything that had to do with racism 
No, they're inventing one. Yeah, they're inventing a scenario in which somebody's going to call somebody a racist because that's the only that's they're like, what is like the next step beyond critical race theory? Because that's what they're doing here, right? They're doing like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's one step past like their caricature of critical race theory is where they're like yeah. going the next step and saying that that's going to be the lens through which we look at everything and that's going to like invert the power structure and make it like instead of a pyramid it's going to be like a big v with a top on it or whatever <laughs> okay i don't know what to call it it's like an inverted inverted caricature of crt oh and they're going to name people they don't like and i bet these are all going to be people of color let's go back let's go back a quick second here are they do they think that they're the single people at the very tip of the inverted pyramid that is being oppressed by everybody oh probably yeah. Brought to us by, frankly, charlatans like uh, Ibram X. Kendi and uh, Robin D'Angelo with their best-selling books that have told us that if we don't focus on race at all times, we are it's ourselves actively being racist by doing so, when in fact it's exactly the opposite, has created a world in which how could you not hesitate if you are about to go in and try to help someone and there's a possibility that you're trying to help might not be perfect and you then might be accused of doing exactly the harm that you are absolutely opposed to in the world this environment of course we're losing police right and left you know not only are police departments being uh, being in some cases defunded although like which cases behind the scenes then a little bit more money is coming back into them um but many of the best well, please have a dark budget now shut up heather cops um, either <laughs> did not apply, you know, the future best could sell an arms to Iran or something, field, um, or retired early, or like, yep, I'm I'm out of here. Or fact. we're driven out by mandates, or and so the point is, we've done. Oh, out by mandates! Heaven forbid the cop that arrests you not give you fucking COVID as you're arrested, possibly for something you didn't <laughs> do, or it's like a very minor offense, and now you're in fucking jail with COVID. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. We've driven all, yep. we've done all yep. kinds of things to reduce the effectiveness of our police. And now we're like, well, where the hell were the police? <laughs> no, we asked why no, the we know where they were. Yeah. Why didn't they go in like the fucking Rambo ass motherfuckers that all the conservatives say the police are <laughs> right? Like, where was the boot? <laughs> wow. Just and wow. Of course, our last clip in the upfront, which is oh, taken up an hour and a half. Again, fuck Ted Cruz at the NRA event. Fucking garbage ass fucking show this week. Sorry, everybody. Here's a statistic from the Obama White House. Hardly a right wing source. Guns are used defensively to stop a crime between 500,000 and 1 million times every single year. Great. How many gun crimes happen every year? <laughs> I don't know how that they came up with that statistic or how that was compiled, America, how true that is. Those crimes would no longer be stopped. Many more single moms in subways would be assaulted or raped or murdered. Home invasions would turn much more deadly as only the criminals would have guns. Home invasion is exceedingly rare. 
Home invasion yeah. is a specific type of crime where the assailant is almost always known to the victim. Yeah. Much more often, it, your house is burgled by somebody with a gun who would very much prefer not to use it because now they're committed a gun crime. Mind you, bringing the gun in well, while you burgle yeah. is bad enough, but... It's also safer to burgle a house when nobody else is there. Right, right. And I think... <clears throat> A lot of people don't understand, like, the home invasion is just an exceedingly rare and exceedingly violent and oftentimes yeah. very personal crime. Right. I wonder how many of those are DV. Far more children. Or former partners. So does that mean we're helpless? That there's nothing we can do to stop these crimes? Absolutely not. Let's focus on what works. Stopping the bad guys, imprisoning violent criminals, and protecting our vulnerable. Hey, you know what? If you imprison people who have guns that they're not supposed to have, they don't commit the crimes later, either. <clears throat> that sucked. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. just got raided by someone saying nine tails betrayed echoplex uh i got news for you and this is sort of off topic but we're done with the upfront other twitch streamers aren't really in a position to betray uh me and matt or me and the media wench or the media wench yeah. and hk or the, the fucking hk and the councilman because we all know each other in real life <laughs> yeah we've all had lunch right. together and so like if another twitch streamer betrays us we don't care also melanie's cool probably no problem melanie cool so we only have i don't even know what they're talking about yeah that's okay. just a, a twitch friend of ours or whatever you know, somebody we I know, know from twitch anyway let's start we only got 20 minutes, so let's not take a break. Let's just go through and put the first two hours of what we can put out. out. Um, I started this uh, regular docket with a palate cleanser. So we're off of the, yeah. uh, the news that's particularly just about the shooting and the kind of the timeline of the media events. And we're moving on to our regular docket that is going to include references to the shooter, uh, especially this one. This is our palate cleanser. Okay. In Europe, we have no mass shooting because we only have one door. One way in, one way out. No <laughs> other door. In fire, many people die, but no shooting. We also ban video game. No game violent. We have one man, Vlad, who stand that door and check if gun. Vlad, very good. As we know, violent video game means boom boom in life. And so we play no game. No game in Europe. We also have very good healthcare and prohibitive gun law. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. That guy's awesome. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but people, people in Europe, like they have violence in Europe, but they don't have yeah. the kind of body count we do. They, just mean, they must be just looking west at us like we're out of our fucking minds. Yeah, they only beat each other up over football games. Yeah, yeah. We call soccer games. <laughs> we don't even call football the right thing. <laughs> All right. Orange County, going to Orange County. 
racist, disgusting, and offensive. Just some of the reactions to this social media post, which was meant as a prom invite for a student at Elisa Niguel High School. The post has angered many, including the parents of a biracial student at the school. Yeah, it said, you take my breath away, and there's a picture of George Floyd. Maybe people are pissed off at whoever made the fucking poster. <laughs> yeah. Yikes, dude. Wow. That's a, the man, a man is dead, even if you don't like, I don't know, even if you don't like critical race theory, maybe you could have a little bit of fucking, I don't know, class. It's a bit NBC inappropriate. Gonzalez spoke with them and has more. The hard part is that no matter how much you prepare them, they're still not ready. You know, and that's the hard part. They're still not ready. Angela and her husband Mike also weren't ready when their daughter showed them this disturbing social media post last night. They say it shows their daughter's Aliso Niguel High School classmate holding this racist prom proposal, saying, if you went to prom with me, it would take my breath away, right next to a photo of George Floyd. We cropped out the two people in the photo because they are minors. I had a, a Black Lives fist up on it, and then I had a picture of George Floyd, and then at that point, I was like, are you serious? We're making this a joke. This is Laguna Niguel, that's where uh, that one lady Lenka Coloma lives, if you can imagine. Their daughter is biracial and also going to Elisa Niguel's prom this weekend, and they don't want the boy involved to be there. We really just don't want this kid around our daughter, and, you know, and plain and simple. You know, prom is like this huge event. They've already been robbed of two years of high school with, through COVID, and so to, the excitement that they had literally the day before for prom versus the excitement that they had last night or the, or the, the defeat that they had last night was heartbreaking. Angela and Mike say they notified Elisa Niguel leadership as well as some members of the school board and the Capistrano Unified School District. We reached out to the district and received this statement that reads in part, the sign is disgusting, lacks cultural sensitivity, and is deeply offensive, and does not reflect the values we strive for in our school district. We serve a diverse community, and we value all of our students and families. It continues, this is heartbreaking, and in instances such as this, we work with school leadership to address the situation. What got me this morning that I, when I was thinking about it was, it wasn't just the two kids in the picture. There was someone who took that picture and there were other people who were in that room that thought it was okay. Angela and Mike say they'll respect whatever decision the district and school come up with, but they also say their daughter has experienced racism on campus before, and they want some sort of justice to be served in this case. We all make dumb decisions in high school and college, but at the same time, it does need to be taught a lesson. It angers me. I was trying to explain to my daughter, like there are certain hills that you have to be willing to die on, and her respect and dignity is one of them. Reporting in Elisa Viejo. Good parents. Gonzalez, NBC4 News. Yeah. Good parents being like, hey, actually, if you're going to rock the boat, this is the time to do it, and we got you. Yeah. <laughs> That's good parenting, Seriously. actually. That's good parenting. That was messed up. Well, we're going <clears> to... <throat> I, I front-loaded this with a couple good stories, actually. We got one. Okay. If you heard this story, there was a... I guess a gay kid at a Florida high school was the valedictorian, and they told him not to say the word they told him he couldn't talk about being gay during his speech <laughs> and uh well he has curly hair and so instead he talked about okay. being different than everybody else because he has curly hair good curly hair yeah this is this is this is pretty good everybody if you haven't seen this this is amazing and the kids know the kids are the kids love it so That is why I must discuss a very public part of my identity. This characteristic has probably become the first thing you think of when you think of me as a human being. As you know, I 
have curly hair. <laughs> I used to hate my girls. I spent mornings and nights, embarrassed of them, trying desperately to straighten this part of who I am. But the daily damage of trying to fix myself became too much to do. So, while having curly hair in Florida is difficult, due to the humidity, I decided to be proud of who I was and started coming to school as my authentic self. Here, it was Miss Ballard who answered my questions because I didn't have other curly-haired people to talk to. It was Mr. Pollan who read essays about curls costing me an opportunity that I really wanted. It was my friends that told me that curls look good on me and that I should stop fighting. It was a messy and twisted growth process, but eventually I did. It's because of the love I've drawn from this community that I came out to my family. Now I'm happy. Now I'm happy. And that is what is at stake. There are going to be so many kids with curly hair who need a community like Pineview, and they won't have one. Instead, they'll try to fix themselves so that they can exist in Florida's humid climate. I've been preparing for this speech since I was elected my freshman year. Do you think that I wanted it to be about this? It, it needs to be about this for the thousands of curly-haired kids who are going to be forced to speak like this for their entire lives as students. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Smart, smart kid, but yeah, like chat was saying, unfortunately, you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah, well, yeah. Shouldn't have to, should, you shouldn't have to outsmart the faculty just to give a speech about, like, how hard it was sometimes being a gay kid in school in Florida, but he, yeah. he killed it and it was obvious what it was about. And I hope that there's some administrator somewhere who is fucking fuming about this. Yeah. I hope there's a school administrator who hella mad about this. <laughs> oh man. All right. <clears throat> so I, this is uh David Purdue. Thankfully, this is a former candidate for Georgia's governor's race because uh, Mike Kemp won the primary. Was it Mike Kemp? Kemp. I know his last name is Kemp. He won the primary. This was Trump's guy. And uh, he's going to say some pretty, you know, awful things about Stacey Abrams, who is the presumptive. I think she is the Democratic nominee for the governor, although I don't know. I could have looked that up, but that would mean I would be a good show host. Did y'all see what Stacey said this weekend? Said that Georgia is the worst place in the country to live. I don't think she said that. She ain't from here. Let her go back where she came from. She doesn't like it here. Wait, where'd she come from? The only thing she wants is to be president of the United States. She doesn't care about the people of Georgia. That's clear. You know, when we saw in 18 what she did and what she said, oh, we're going to have a blue wave. We're going to do it with documented and undocumented workers. You know, I don't think a lot of people in Georgia understand. I don't think she said that either. Black farmers, you don't need to be on the farm. And you, she told black workers in hospitality and all this, you don't need to be. She is demeaning her own race when it comes to that. I am really over this. She should never be considered for material for a governor. of. Whoa. Wow. I don't, there's no way she said any of that shit, or at least, like, even if he was able to infer that, there's no way she said any of that shit. You ever seen right. that lady talk? Uh, I believe... She's the one who played the uh, um, Federation president on Star Trek Discovery. So, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, but she she's very, 
She's a very good public speaker and would never say anything that people or the people she's trying to reach would interpret in the way that that she uh that they're interpreting it. And if she told people like that, oh, you don't need to be on the this, you don't need to be here, you don't need to be there. I would assume she was talking about on election day. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like you need to be voting yeah. on election day. But I don't know the the thing he's referring to, and um, I don't care because uh, she doesn't bring shame upon her race. Um, she doesn't. She doesn't bring shame yeah, upon just anyone. Making, just making up stuff, basically. She seems great. She doesn't bring shame on anyone. Not her family. Vote for. Federation president. David Perdue <laughs> brings shame upon the human race. <laughs> yeah. Up next, Marjorie the Gathering. She right. showed up at her opponent, not her primary opponent, but the person who it looks like is going to be her opponent in the general. She just showed up at his office. Um, he had been Did kicked out of her primary yet, or is that still going? That I don't know. Again, I think this was before the primary. Okay. But I think Georgia had it. This is she's from Georgia too, so I think Georgia had their primary. So I think this is now yeah. her uh, opponent in the general. <clears throat> but she's going to show up at his office. Interesting because he was kicked out of one of her events. And if you see, he doesn't. They don't even ask her to leave. Okay. <laughs> Just wishing you, uh, you guys some luck tomorrow. Yeah. How are you feeling? You feeling good about it? Yeah, good. So. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Feeling fantastic about tomorrow. Fantastic. Okay. Does anybody, somebody working here? Yeah, we were here. It was like the day before the primary. They're out pounding the pavement, you dumb fuck. Yeah. yeah. A little messy at the front door, maybe. Yeah, oh, shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's a temporary campaign office. It's going to be a okay. fucking disaster. All right. Good luck, guys. So, like, what would she, what did she think she was doing? <clears throat> I don't know. She thought they were going to tell her to leave, I think. And I they didn't so. because she didn't even go inside, first of all. Yeah. She, like, poked her head yeah. in. <sighs> Man, we got eight minutes. Okay. Hold on. Where did the time go? Uh, the first part of this took it all up, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to go to the monkeypox part of the docket, the docket, if that's okay. Oh, great. Okay. Here's Marjorie the Gathering, monkeypox understander. You could put the correct information that monkeypox is really only transmitted mostly through gay sex because that <laughs> really is the truth about monkeypox. But you know what? That is not satisfying for these folks. They have to make it scarier and they've been monitoring your social media site because that's what they do. And you guys don't have enough monkey emojis. That's why I'm telling you, you've got to up your game. So they have been editing their website to make monkeypox much more frightening to, to explain to you that you anyone could catch it. Monkeypox can clearly jump from person to person. I mean, monkeys jump from tree to tree. Clearly, the monkeypox virus is going to jump person to person without the gay sex. That's what they're telling you now. What the? F what? The f I knew something like this was going to happen. That's why I specifically so didn't go over it in our uh, last tech show that we we talked about monkeypox in 
Like that, that was something I could have talked about, but I'm like, this is just going to go the wrong way. Right. <laughs> I know it is. And we don't have like, there's not enough cases to really know exactly what's going on yet. And you're like, we have a whole ass, like rest of the week during, during which we could talk about people saying dumb shit about monkeypox. So that's fine. I think yeah. I even brought that up yeah. during the tech show. I'm like, Oh, if you'd like to hear yeah, what you would did, if you'd like to hear <laughs> some incorrect information about monkeypox, check out the rest of the network. So <laughs> this is insane. Okay. Yes, what you just said right, is insane. So anyways, it's enough of the monkey box. We'll keep updating you on what you need to know about monkey. We need a t-shirt, guys. We're, we're going to get a monkey. Oh, don't make any. No, don't make t-shirts about monkey pox and gay sex lady. Don't do it. I'll make don't sure. do it. No. Wow. Stu Peters and Stella Emanuel. <laughs> oh, man. On the monkeypox. So one of the answers would be, don't have gay sex, repent from yes. your homosexual lifestyle, and go find mm-hmm. Jesus, uh, because <laughs> the real pandemic here. I mean, I guess that's one answer. It's not a very good one. But Yeah. There is promiscuous sex among gay men at sex yes. orgies and participating in satanic depravity. Wait, what? So stop that. As a matter what? of fact, we should make a law against homosexual sex. We should just say that that's not a Whoa. Wow. Uh, another oh answer. Another, that should happen. Yes. Yeah, yes, it should happen. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. All right. That fucking whatever. I got nothing. That one speaks for itself. Stu Peters wants to just yeah. outlaw gay sex. Yeah. Protect people from monkeypox. What? But I'm sure he doesn't want people to outlaw guns to protect you know kids from getting shot. To be fair, we don't know if um you could just shoot monkeypox. Who knows? <laughs> he might kill the host, but I'm you know. sure if it. Yeah, I'm sure if uh, it starts spreading, uh, some conservatives will will attempt that. <clears throat> Was that XKCD? It's like, oh, you know, when somebody says this will kill it in a petri dish, just remind them that a handgun kills a lot of things in a petri dish too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. One of my favorites, actually. So, um, <clears throat> this first clip from known medical expert um, Dave Rubin isn't <laughs> about uh, monkeypox, but don't worry, the second one is. This one's going to be about how. Okay. Um, Medicare for all means we're probably not going to ever find a cure for cancer. We know, for instance, that Medicare for all means bloating the federal budget and sinking further into a bottomless pit of national debt and despair. But that's not what Plus, the, act, the tables say, actually. It's cheaper. Entrepreneurs to is this your freeze frame or am I, is the video just not working well? Oh, it's probably somebody caught the audio only and just put a funny freeze frame of Dave. Okay. Okay. Good. Medical advancements (laughs) towards lowering costs and lengthening lifespan and say bye-bye to the dream of someday curing cancer. (laughs) We know that the $15 per hour wage floor hurts small businesses and causes the most at risk to lose jobs, eventually replacing humans with glorified iPads. Between higher wages and the inevitable push for technology over people, mom and pop shops would be forced to close, which means, yet again, they're already forced to close. Less innovation and less human spirit. 
We know that high tax rates hurt economic growth and entrepreneurial spirit. This one's so obvious it's stupid that we're all still talking about it. If someone starts, that's why there's no innovation happening in that high tax California. Right, never, ever. Or selling tie dye shirts on Etsy. The less money going towards taxes means more money going into the business and toward employing staff and even possibly paying them more than $15 an hour. Yeah, facts and reality are not typically a problem for conservatives. Yeah, it's usually a problem. There's so many things wrong with that. By the way, he doesn't realize that like most research, like long-term research things, like finding a cure for cancer or treatments, those are mostly funded by the government. A lot of times, yeah. And also the chat had a good point there, like which cancer? Cancer is like an umbrella term for a lot of different diseases. Right, right. So... We're not actually just going to have a silver. It's unlikely that there will be one silver bullet that gets rid of all of them. Yeah, I mean, we we have cures for certain types of cancer. Yes. So, I figure this is as good a place as any to end the extended podcast this week. This is Dave Rubin talking about monkeypox. And oh, uh, good. <laughs> look at that fucking tweet is amazing. Newsmax epidemiologist Dr. David J. Rubin has an important <laughs> public service announcement about. Fuck yeah. Pandemic in animals, meaning it's just kind of there. It's just kind of there and animals get it. And then some of them die. And that's what it is. Some of this can be transmitted by skin to skin touching and sex. Try not to have sex with someone with monkeypox. You'll probably be okay. Uh, But yes, suddenly he is telling us, Joe Biden is telling us uh, that there might be a vaccine for it. Have we seen this script before do you guys get it it's just more fear in the system and why would they wait no a vaccine is a reason for hope (laughs) putting more fear in the system well it does seem remember for those there's a disease going around and we're looking for a vaccine for it have we done this before has anybody seen this play out in human history before (laughs) yes you dumb fuck yeah imagine think about polio two and a half weeks when we were all freaking out about abortion that kind of quieted down didn't it isn't that something did they shoot that one off too early? Like they, they thought that one was going to really carry us through the summer. And now they're also warning us of the summer of violence. Um, Wait, but what? they want a certain amount of fear in the system. Maybe 10 and as I, said, I think people are just sort of not as afraid of COVID anymore. I think people have realized, boy, we were all wearing masks on planes. Nobody we're really not wanted as afraid to. Because we all most of us have the vaccine. Okay. What an idiot. And boosted. God. Like it's af- like it's so easy to look back, right, and be like, actually, it wasn't a really big deal. But the reason, like, to- and it was a big deal, like a million Americans dying. Imagine if terrorists. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, imagine if terrorists killed a million Americans over the course of a couple yeah. of years. Um, but it's easy to look back, maybe if you're like him, and say it wasn't a big deal. But the reason that it, it wasn't like incredibly bad, like ten million people dying, is because people like you and me, Matt, where still wear our masks to the store got vaccinated yeah. i i would have felt i don't go to the store <laughs> but I, oh, well, it's, you're you're doing even better than me right but yeah <clears throat> i wasn't going to jump the line but i got the vaccine the first one as soon as i could and then i got the second yeah. one i showed up for my appointment for the second one i slacked a little on the booster but whatever um every, every, everybody gets a mulligan but that's why like that's why it didn't kill 10 million people 
is because some of us actually fucking did what we were we were asked to do because we thought it was the right thing for our community and because we yeah. didn't want to get sick we didn't want to get our family members sick in my case maybe didn't want to get roommates sick although i haven't had the best roommates when i've had roommates lately so maybe i didn't care so much if they got sick especially <laughs> if i gave it to them but <laughs> but yeah we were just like oh this is what the cdc says well i'm not a fucking expert and then you find out oh they got that wrong you're like oh well i wore a mask or i fucking this was wrong or that was wrong or Oh, at first they thought it was on surfaces. Then it turns out it wasn't really transmitted on surfaces. Oh, you washed your hands yeah. now. Uh oh. Oh, you washed your hands extra. Fucking the world's going to still end. wash my hands extra. It's because it's good to do. Yeah. I, every, every time I'm in the bathroom for anything, I just, because I'm there, I just wash my hands. Except I don't do it. Except I, I sometimes don't do it after I pee when I'm streaming. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Depending on the timing. But yeah, I, I wash my hands several times a day, as everyone should. But the reason it was, it could have been so much worse and it was worse in the United States than other countries. And it's because of people like Dave Rubin who were just contrarian for contrarianism's sake. Yeah. Or for clicks, mostly clicks. Yep. Anyway, whatever. Sorry to drag you through this shit, Matt. Sorry to drag you through the shit viewers, <laughs> uh, podcast listeners. Okay. Um, podcast, uh, or the chat seems to think I need to try to get David Gorski from science-based medicine on. I think that's a bit of a, a reach, um, but mm. I can, I think I can safely announce that uh, after the uh, California general election, we will be having uh, Senator Richard Pan on for an interview. It will be pre-recorded and nice. it'll, it'll be run during the upfront hour of the Plex. Um, it'll be 20 minutes if that busy guy. But Gorski is a bit of a reach. I can try, though. He does follow me on uh, Twitter, so I can try. Um, anyway, this has been The Plex. Thanks listening. Thanks for listening, podcast listeners. It's been a long show this week, uh, but you got to kind of hear what the upfront hours. Well, that's not usually. We did this this way because the show was different this week. Uh, but you kind of got to hear us talking to chat a little bit. And if you liked that sort of interaction, make sure you check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. And Matt, is there another podcast people should be checking out? Yes, they should be checking out How the Tech Are You, uh, which is on YouTube and anywhere you can get podcasts. So just look it up. How the Tech Are You, it's our tech show. We talk about tech stuff. I try to teach HK how to program in Lisp. I don't know if Dave's picking any of that up <laughs> at all. No, I, I, but I know about. I know that there's a lot of parentheses in the programming language. Everybody, this yeah, that's, is Boomers. That's the important this, thing, really. This is Boomers by Periscope. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for joining me yet again. Uh, live listeners don't go nowhere. We have a pretty long red light docket, although I may be taken off a little bit early tonight. My mother has been bothering me about not spending time with her, so I may spend some time with her tomorrow in the early afternoon. Anyway, Boomers by Periscope. I'll be back for a red light, everybody. Thanks again, Matt.